0: Hey, and welcome to Becca Babble's podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babble's podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and today is my monthly recap for September. I hope your September went well. I know mine was filled with a bunch of stuff. I feel like I always say that, but I really felt like this month or that month was very jam-packed. Um, but I'm excited for October to come because honestly, the chill in the air. I know since I live in Texas, it's probably not as like cold as most places. I wish where I was there was more of that like red and orange and yellow leaves sort of situation, but I am grateful that it is at least hitting 60 degrees in the morning and i can go outside and journal a bit and drink some tea without burning up and i can like you know when you get that like cozy feeling where you're like oh i can wrap myself up in a blanket or a giant sweatshirt it just feels really comforting it's like when the weighted blankets got super popular, which honestly, I still have mine and I still love mine. But when those got super popular, everyone was like, oh, I love almost like this like hugging feeling. I get that from sweatshirts. And I feel like in October, I can actually wear those without burning up like crazy. And then also just like being able to enjoy walks more. I feel like I get that like cool sense of like a breeze and still having the sun on me without burning up but the best thing is Halloween. I know not everyone celebrates Halloween but like I love Halloween and I've always loved Halloween. Sadly I haven't been able to do as much with Halloween In the past couple of years, because I've been working, but I still get into that like Halloween mood. And my favorite part is like the decorating, the costumes, like, I'm one of those people who like, I love decorating, my decorating might not be as organized as most people like you see those TV shows where they like got everything set and like it's perfectly placed I'm just like no I'll just throw the whole kitchen sink at everything I want all the glitter I want all the ghosts I want all the I like I want a fog machine I want one so bad um just to have it cuz I just I just, I get in the mood of everything, and recently, I've been trying to get more into those, like, horror movies, at least I have, like, a couple of friends that are into it more, so I get better recommendations, so I feel like that's really fun, but I think since I was younger, I'd always loved making costumes, like, I would go crazy with them, I always try and go homemade, or at least, like, if I buy pieces, I'd buy them from, different areas like or like just different pieces so like for example if i was going to be a cat it's like i'm probably not going to make my own headband like i might but probably won't and i'll just like buy that piece but i'll make sure like most of my stuff like i've never really bought a physical costume from the store i think i only did once and that was when i was super girl and that was when i was super little but my most extreme ones were when I wanted to be a basketball puppy. Um, I don't know why I thought this was a good combination, but I was like, you know what? I like basketball. I like dogs. So why not combine them both? Like, makes sense, right? So I made my grandma sew together these pieces of orange fabric into like a circle shape. And I wore that around my abdomen area and like put my arms through it. And then I covered my face in face paint and made myself look like a dog to where like, I even painted on a tongue sticking out. And then I put my hair in pigtails. I don't think I put hairspray in, but I probably at least put that glitter hairspray in because like, why not? I've been conditioned since I was doing ballet when I was younger that like you can't have enough glitter hairspray, but I would spray my hair with some sort of glitter hairspray. And I was like, I'm a basketball puppy. And I put these like tiny little lines across like horizontally. And people came up to me and were like, oh, what are you? And I was like, I'm a basketball puppy. And my thought process was I'm a puppy in a basketball. But then most people just thought I was a puppy stuck in a pumpkin. So, honestly, I feel like that was a better idea, but I feel like that was the most extreme version. I also did Pippi Longstocking, which that one was really tough because I just did it with red hairspray and hangers in my hair, and my hair is very, very thick um, because I didn't want to wear a wig. And then, I'm trying to think of any others. Oh, and this is my last one, (laughs) I promise. So, the this one I was an 80s pop star and I had this ginormous wig. Like my aunt had this wig from when she was younger, I think, and it was like it looked like I had 3 or 4 perms, just like curls on curls on curls and it was huge. Like I feel like the thing, the wig went all the way down to my butt, but then the top part I just felt like one of those Poodles that had those poofs on the top of their head it was just filled with curls and I would like just drop rings of curls everywhere I went it was so heavy but I loved it I love dressing up I feel like it's one of those times where you can really express yourself and have fun and it doesn't really matter like I've always loved at school when you got to dress up I went all out I remember when it was like breast cancer awareness and you like got to wear all the pink at school like I told my mom, I was like, I won't go to Party City and I'm wearing all the pink I can. Like, I wore that pink tutu and I wore it with pride. <laughs> so as you can tell, I really like dressing up. But I think another thing is I love the Halloween movies. There's not very many, but I'll even go for the corny ones. Like, I cannot express how excited I am for Hocus Pocus 2. Sadly, I watched it the other night and I fell asleep halfway through because Your girl is tired. She wakes up in the morning and you mistakenly think, I can get through this movie. You put on your blue blocker glasses and you pass out. (laughs) So I do that a lot. A lot of my friends know this about me where I just, I will watch a movie with them and I'm that person that falls asleep. Probably will get worse when I get older. But that is my hopes for October. That was a long rant about that, but what we're here to talk about is my September. And like I said, my September was pretty jam-packed with a lot of things this month. Most of it was school. I felt really overwhelmed with bio and chemistry, <laughs> especially because bio was a four-week course. And Then I was also starting a new job and it really felt overwhelming. But there's like this sense in me where I'm like, I got this. We're just going to grind and we're going to get through this. It was it's I feel like myself separates where I'm like, I am focused. I am determined. I will do this. But then you have this other side of you where you're like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this sort of situation. But I ended up finishing the class. It's perfectly fine gonna have to do it for bio two in I don't know when that course starts but I think that will be in January where I have to take bio two and that will be another four-week course but honestly I feel like I'm more prepared for that time around because since it was the first time new school new setting even though it was online figuring out what to do and how the teacher teaches I think I have a better idea now so then I can get into bio two and be more organized and be like, okay, I know what I need to do. I know how to do it. And I feel like that just comes with practice. And sadly, because it's only a four-week course, it felt very overwhelming to figure that out because I feel like when you get into class it, the first month or the first two weeks at least, or at least until the first test, that's the like testing area, especially if you haven't had that professor before, and especially if it's your first semester in college. We are just trying to figure out what works for me. How am I supposed to do this? What's the n- unnecessary things that I don't really need to do? Because teachers, I really appreciate this where they try and give you everything in the kitchen sink at you to help you learn and understand because they realize that like different people learn at different speeds or in different ways. But sometimes it can get a bit overwhelming with all the information. And I've always had this thought process where it's like, I got to get everything and I got to do everything and listen to all the different videos. But I started learning that like, I don't have to do that. Like if I understand the topic, why do I need to go and do the extra practice? Or why do I need to watch that other video that she, she or he had posted? So just learning that and realizing that I can move on and do other things was really helpful for me. And then of course, starting my new job. I'm super excited about this. Um I've met I know I've said this on multiple podcasts, but I've really enjoyed my clients and being able to have new experiences when it comes to my job and working as a personal trainer at the gym that I'm at. Uh I've learned it's almost like I feel like I've even done this with the podcast where the more I do this and the more I work at my new job it's like I feel like I'm speaking better or can describe things better I will tell you that it's almost like this out of body experience because I know how to describe for myself how to do a movement or what works for me but then again it's like with that teacher she doesn't know he or she doesn't know what's going to work for that certain student. So she gives you everything. For me, as a personal trainer, I'm learning, okay, what cues are helping this client? What cues are most likely to help this client? Especially with hip hinging, I've felt has been really difficult. So if you've ever seen people do what are called good mornings, where you just have a slight bend in your knees and you push your hips back, and you have a flat back, a lot of people struggle with that because either they bend at their back instead of their hips, or they go into a squat. And that's not really what I'm looking for when it's that type of exercise. And so teaching people and learning different ways to explain that has been something that I've been learning to do. But then also, I think one of the biggest things was like dealing with this whole imposter syndrome, where you're kind of just like, okay, I know I'm educated because I've been consuming a ton of content before I was even training to be a personal trainer. And then I've been certified. Yes, there's probably going to be some bumps in the road along the way to figuring out, like, for example, being able to explain to my clients how to do certain movements and not just grab them and be like, do this. (laughs) Because like, that's not very nice and also not very professional. (laughs) but figuring out how to do certain things, but being patient enough with myself, being like, it's probably going to take some time because like no one's perfect at the beginning of doing anything and being okay with that messiness because I didn't come out of the womb being like, I'm a personal trainer and I know all the skills. And I think being... Perfectionists, or I don't want to call myself a perfectionist but like learning to step away from that and knowing that you're not always going to be perfect at everything that you do is important because I think sometimes I can be so hard on myself that I'm not the best in the moment because I want to give people the results that they're coming for but knowing that as long as I put my best in a certain situation that that's all that I can do at that moment and as I continue learning I can implement that more and more so that's what I'm pretty excited about with my job and learning how to deal with like most people struggle with imposter syndrome anyways I feel like in any situation like I've been talking to a mentor and she's basically like honestly most people have imposter syndrome and you just fake it till you make it like act like you know what you're doing and figure it out along the way and that just gave me a sense of comfort being like most people don't know what they're doing but they're doing their best and that's all that you can ask for so if you're being tough on yourself when it comes to school a new job that you're starting or a new habit that you're doing just remind yourself that you just got to fake it till you make it and do the best that you can because that's all that you can ask for But I did want to say I have been keeping up with my reading habit. I don't know if I told this on the podcast, but I started going on to Goodreads because my friends got me into it and there's that like reading challenge and I told myself I'm going to read 12 books by the end of the the year. I am at seven right now. (laughs) So got to get five books in by the end of the year, which hopefully I will the book that I'm reading right now, I feel like might get me there because I'm almost halfway done with it, which is crazy because I literally just started it a week ago. Um, But hopefully I could maybe get two books in this month, two books in next month, and then I just need to read one more. See as, see myself being like that goal-oriented person, I like already am planning how I'm going to win at this challenge. But anyways, I had finished up reading It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Again, I've been obsessed with Colleen Hoover. I feel like that's a, I almost want to call her a genre now, but she's just an author that a lot of people I feel like are talking about and I finally got into it. I was super excited to read this book and not gonna lie, like I liked this book. It was good, but I just feel like it wasn't as good as the first book that I read from her, which was Reminders of Him. That one, I feel like I just connected really well with that one. This one, I did connect with the character pretty well, but I just... it didn't fill me up as Reminders of Him filled me up. But now I'm reading Verity, which if anyone's read Verity they're probably like, why haven't you read it before? It was funny, when I was looking for this book at Target, there was a girl that was standing next to me, and she was looking for it too, and she's like, I've been looking for it everywhere, and I was like, same, and we couldn't find it. Thankfully, I went back another time, and I just always peep in and check to see if they have it, and they had it, and it was on sale, and I was freaking out, and I was like, I have to buy it. Um, so that has really filled me up. I- am almost halfway there and I definitely say it's one of those books where when I first started it I was just like what the heck I was kind of like I don't even know if I want to read this book but then now as I continue reading it every time I get to the end of the chapter I'm just like I have to read the next page or the next chapter because she just leaves you on that cliffhanger and it's just this overwhelming sensation of like I need to know what happens. So now I've kind of been a little bit on myself being like, okay, we have to make sure that we know what time it is, or I might spend the whole day outside, especially now that it is cooler and just reading outside on my hammock. So, that's some of the things that I've been up to this September, but one of the most important things that I wanted to talk about that I did this month was this inner child retreat that I went on. If you follow me on Instagram or if you follow me on Facebook, you probably saw that I had posted these pictures of like longhorns and the like hammock chairs and me paddleboarding and this place I I wish I remembered the name I think it was like Pinto Rose it was it was amazing like I loved this place I don't know if it's just because it was it was out in the wilderness I don't want to say wilderness because it wasn't that far out it was like an hour and a half away from where I live but like it was at least pretty far out to where I wasn't surrounded by technology very much. Like I know the service wasn't very well and I had just told myself I was like, okay, we've been grinding so hard on schoolwork. We're just going to take this weekend to just like chill and it gave me those like campy vibes that I really miss. Like I remember going to camp almost every summer for at least like a week or two and I always enjoyed being outside and that whole campfire vibes and it really reminded me about how like I want to start camping even though most people who I'm around would rather go glamping but I really want to meet some people who are inspired into going actual camping camping and doing that like going in a tent like I always wanted to be in Girl Scouts because which I guess technically this would be a Boy Scout thing, but whatever. I wanted to do something where I'm like actually camping and this gave me a reminder of that. Just because being outside, I just get this like sense of fresh air and this calming. I feel like anytime I'm outside, it just gives me this sense of calm. And I try and get that from going on walks, but it's just, it's not the same when you're like hitting house to house to house. So I got to be surrounded by horses, longhorns, and of course I went paddleboarding. There was this incident where I thought I almost died on a paddleboard to where it was in this little pond and there was this little stream that went in and out of the pond and I was just, you know, paddleboarding and doing my own thing and the next thing I know I see this ginormous thing coming towards me and i'm like oh my goodness what is this and i'm literally going through a checklist through my head being like is this a fish is this a shark is this an alligator and i start like freaking out and i just fall onto my paddleboard and i just see this giant wave coming towards me like i you can't see my hands right now but i'd say the head at least was a decent maybe less than a foot i still don't know what this thing was but it hit my board and my board just started going back and forth. And I was like, I cannot fall right now because what if this thing eats me? And I was so terrified. And all the girls that were with me were freaking out because they they didn't know what to do. But they knew that the thing that was coming at me was huge. And at that point, I was just kind of like, do I want to stay here? or do I want to go? And of course I stayed because like, I like paddleboarding, but it was still that sense of like, okay, I'm going to check and make sure that I don't have the shark from Jaws coming to attack me. (laughs) So that was a fun experience with that, but I'd still say I'd definitely go back, especially because they have these outdoor showers. I've never done one of these before, but it sounds really weird, but they have these little cabins and then connected to the bathroom are these almost it's like a fence in like a square shape where you no one can see you but you're still outside in a shower and the sun is just beating down on you as you're taking a shower and for some reason again it gave me that sense of calm and I was like I love this if I'm ever going to have my own house I am building one of these um Or maybe it just gave me another sense of like, I need to go back. But through all of this, there was a ton of like art therapy, which was really fun. I have never really been that great at art. Like, it's funny, you know, that person who's in art class where you're like, oh, yeah, I know she's an artist. She's really good. She's super organized. She like draws really pretty and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never been like that. I've kind of, I don't know. What happens to me, but a lot of the times I will start with a plan in my head and then I try and execute it and it never comes out the way I want. So then I just end up, I just, I want to just throw paint at a canvas and that's pretty much it. (laughs) And so I didn't end up doing that, but there was one art piece that I did that I tried to make a quote sunset or sunrise and it just ended up being like a bunch of swirly (laughs) lines in the background, but you know, I still liked it. I had fun with it. I'm definitely not putting it up in my room, but I had fun doing it. And that's honestly what matters the most. And I feel like the conversations that I had with these women at this retreat was really fun and inspiring. And honestly, like I was really just there for the laughs because like, I feel like joy and laughter is the most important thing when it comes to life. And Also, I found out that you cannot catch a strawberry on fire. We were trying to roast marshmallows and for some reason someone brought strawberries and we're like, oh, you roast the marshmallow and then you put it on the strawberry. And then I was like, you know what? I want to light a strawberry on fire because I'm one of those people who like lights their marshmallow completely on fire to where it's like black because you get to like blow it out. And I feel like that's the best way to eat a marshmallow. But I was like, I want to light a strawberry on fire. Like I want to see a strawberry lit on fire. And it just wouldn't catch on fire. I'm pretty sure it was probably because it had water on it, but I was so disappointed that I couldn't get that like boom of fire around the strawberry. And I was so frustrated, but it did taste good. So maybe the next time you go into a campfire, roast a strawberry. But through all of this, um, retreat stuff, I found out that there was a lesson that I needed to learn or that I found out through all of this. That was no great way to explain it. Let me retract. So, for this retreat, I had to bring a baby picture because it was inner child. You were supposed to comfort your inner child. And I kid you not, I probably spent at least 30 minutes the day before going to this retreat, just going through photo albums after photo albums, seeing baby pictures of myself for this project. And it started, I started thinking about like a lesson to tell you guys this month and or just like something that you should do. And I feel like going through these baby pictures, I was seeing how happy I was and how I had, I didn't have like a care in the world when it came to being this young and all I wanted to do was explore and I was super curious and I had food all over my face and like perfectionism was out the window and I'm looking at these pictures just laughing at myself which I still do because if you can't laugh at yourself then you're just being too serious or maybe it's just the Gemini in me I don't know (laughs) but I started thinking about all the terrible things I would tell myself on the daily basis or some of the things that I used to tell myself or do to myself. And I started thinking like, would I do this to this baby or this toddler looking at this picture? Would I do or say those things in the same way? Like, I'm not good enough. You suck. Um, You need to do more. You're lazy. You're ugly. You're fat. All those things are like, no one likes you and that's why you're lonely, et cetera, et cetera, all those nasty words. And I started thinking, I know people talk about like, would you tell your child or your best friend, all these things, but I feel like looking at this baby picture of myself, I could start really comforting myself compared to like, because obviously I don't have a child, so maybe this would be different for you if you have a child, And not to say that I would tell these things to my best friend, but I feel like when it's just you and you see the younger self of you, I started having this more bigger sister energy when it came to seeing this picture and being like, I would never say these things or do these things if they're like, if you visualize the younger version of you just right in front of you right now and think about maybe the things you tell yourself in the mirror or the thoughts that you have on the daily basis, would you tell that to them? And I feel like you wouldn't because they're so young. They're so innocent. They just, they're curious. They're happy. They want to explore. And I thought about like, I just want to take care of this little tiny human. And this even happened when I was writing my eating disorder recovery podcast. And you can go back. That's like one of the few first episodes that I did. And as I was doing it, it wasn't that I was disgusted with myself or that I was ashamed of the things that I was talking about, but it was almost like I never, I don't identify with that person anymore, even though that's the same person. But I almost had, again, that big sister energy where I just I really felt bad for her thinking about how she thought she had to do all these things to feel a certain way or to be a certain way or to feel accepted or successful in the world when that's not really true and that honestly, I just I wanted to comfort that person and it comes back to the same thing with that little baby picture of yourself so I challenge you this month to go through some old photos especially with like toddler or baby photos and see what memories pop up in your head because I know for me there was a lot that popped up me just being a goofball or like finding out that this picture that I thought for the longest time was me with a black eye and scratches all over my face actually ended up being me trying for the first time to put makeup on my face. <laughs> um, so maybe that's why I don't wear makeup anymore, because it's just going to look like a hot mess anyways. Um, that's at least what I'm telling myself, probably just because I need more practice, but we are too lazy to actually commit to that. So no makeup for me for now, um, unless my friends want to help me, which I will always accept that. But More importantly, I want you to think about all the hurtful things you might say to yourself on a daily or weekly basis and think about would you say those things to that picture or that smaller version of yourself? Would you make them do all those things that you make yourself do on a daily basis like over-exercising, overworking, restricting your food because you think you ate too much the day before, getting frustrated with yourself because you think you're not good enough. All those hurtful things. So I hope you have a wonderful Halloween. If you celebrate, um, send me any pictures of like the costumes that you do. I love seeing people's costumes and seeing how creative they can get. Or if you do get store-bought, perfectly fine. No judgment there. I feel like it just brings some joy in people's life to be like, I can be someone else because it doesn't matter. Um, So... I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and I hope you got something out of it. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at podcast at gmail.com or DM me at Rebecca.8 on Instagram. And I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.